This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Today's podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. Get counseling right now. No need to travel anywhere or get the Rona. Visit getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to learn more. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. <laughs> Jumping right in. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a marriage expert. And if you're new here, this show is real help for real couples. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we go live on Instagram and Facebook, and we talk about all the things that matter to marriage and relationships because we had a super crappy marriage and mm-hmm. we couldn't find the resources that we want. So we went out and we made them. Don't have it? Make it, people. That's right. Our marriage was so crappy, in fact, that I gave Seth a black eye mm, in the first few years. So that's right. there you go. <laughs> um, but today we're going to talk about positivity for pessimists, which mm-hmm. is my, fa- I think I'm legit going to write a book called that um, because it is something I gave it away. very passionate about because I was pessimistado. <laughs> I was pessimistic Pessimicio. for. Uh, I was a <laughs> pessimicio for. A really long time, and there it has a very, very bad impact on your relationship. So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about how to be more positive, even though you are a pessimist. That's right. You know, you were you were a pessimist. A pessimist. Uh, so, <laughs> but before we do that, we want to do our pigs. We want to mm-hmm. do our prayer, intention, gratitudes, and goals, and we want to talk about AOM forty, That's which right. we are doing. We're in day f- day five. five. Day five, mm-hmm. and it's uh, that is our marriage and relationship and wellness challenge you don't yeah. have to be married to so do it, so but. let's do this we'll do pigs we'll do a brief summary of aom 40 where we're at uh, give some updates there and then sure. dive right into the question sure. so uh pigs prayer intention gratitude and goals i'm gonna pray thank you god creator for your blessings thank you for this day thank you for the show i pray i ask that it is helpful to people who are listening and also to us god as we share as we be vulnerable as we get real and talk about good things. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Um, Intention today. Do these with your partner. Yes, do those with your partner. Intention today. uh, It's the same as it has been for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, When I bring it, you get it. Mm -hmm. Let's let's create AOM. Let's continue to be uh, good 
spouses. Let's mm-hmm. continue to be good uh, parents and good people in the world. That's my intention today. Love it. Uh, my intention is to be positive, to stay mm. happy and stay positive. Right. Um, gratitude. I am so thankful. Holy cow, thankful that mm. you hired people to do our yard work. Right. It's the first time we've ever done that. Mm-hmm. And it was like it makes a difference. A dream. I was homeschooling our children, doing the dishes, and there was just loads of men doing my yard work. Oh, like, okay, well, great. This is That's the why best. she liked it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing ever. Like I don't. I hear weed whackers, and I'm not the one doing it. You're not whacking. Like I hear. Like I see wheelbarrows of sod or whatever beauty bark being rolled mm-hmm. by me, and I'm not the one right. rolling it. And I right. mean, it, I'm so, so thankful. Just like uh, Kevin and Melissa are talking about on the Love Hour podcast, you guys go follow them. Kev on stage, Miss, Miss Kev on stage. Um, they have inspired me to think differently. And I was on the cusp of this thinking, so I'm thankful for them. That That's right. one of my gratitudes. And I'm right. thankful that you uh, are forming and keep on uh, having an awesome relationship with Miss Kev on stage. You guys are a lot alike, and I really appreciate it. So that's one of my gratitudes. Thank you also for cooking supper last night. Emails, hello, shout out, emails. I know, we need to be <clears> sponsored <throat> by emails, because they're, yeah, oh, they're great. So thank you for that. And okay, goals. Key. What? What's your goal today? I plan on bringing it because when I bring it, you get it. That's All right, my goal. me too. So remember to do those with your spouse, I, and it's helpful, right? It brings intention, it brings connection. Right. So, uh, AOM 40. AOM 40. We're okay. on day five of our challenge. Day five of AOM 40. We do pigs. Are, are the people who are participating in AOM, AOM 40 do pigs with your spouse, work out for one hour straight. Uh, get on a diet, drink a half a gallon of water, read 10 pages, no alcohol except for on date night, and we are supposed to go on date nights every single week. Mm -hmm. And that's when you can have alcohol, that's when you can have a cheat meal because you're being intentional with your spouse, you're creating shared experiences and a shared vision. A140, do it. And if you want to start now, go for it. Right. Go yeah, for it. It's Just because we fun. started doesn't mean you can't mm-hmm. already start. And you can join our Facebook group. It's AOM40. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, let's dive into today's topic. And right. our, we do have a question that a listener sent in. If my phone would turn the right way. Okay. So uh, this is a question. It's a real quick one. It says, instead of my husband giving me positive feedback, he is always giving me negative feedback. Mm. How can I explain that this breaks me down? Mm. So that was a question that was sent in to us at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. If you've got a question for the show, you can send yours in there too. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, so this is kind of what sparked this positivity for pessimists, seven ways to stop negativity and start living a happier life, even if you think you don't want to. Mm-hmm. That's the name of our episode. <laughs> uh, so th- that was one of the questions that kind of sparked this. And one of the things we have to start with in this conversation is why negativity is bad mm. in a marriage. And I am talking to myself on this one. Yep. Mama's preaching to herself because I, for probably a decade or two, almost two, uh, did not 20 think, years, holy. Not think that negativity was a problem. Mm-hmm. Actually, why don't you speak on how that felt? Because you come from a very positive family. They're mm-hmm. critical, but they're really positive. I right. love you, Studleys, if you're watching. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but your pos- your family is super positive. My family is the mm-hmm. opposite. My family says what they are thinking most of the time, and that can either be with words or without words, right? Mm-hmm. And we do not shy away from saying, oh, you're looking good today. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, when you did that thing, I like that. Mm-hmm. That was great. And you know what? Come to think of it, probably one of my love languages is words of affirmation more than I previously thought. 
Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I remember we used to argue about that. Yeah, that's... Because I used to be so negative about it. I was like, of course you like words of affirmation. (laughs) Man, I just got mad. I just got tempted to be resentful and mad of like... Don't be resentful and mad. We're growing together. I was awesome. You thought I was a jerk. You are awesome. So keep on. Okay, great. (laughs) There's a question there I want to answer to. Yes. Uh, So, okay, I want this person to use the clearing structure. And I'm not just trying to pitch the clearing structure. I'm saying, hey, when you speak to me this way, it is majority. You can't say always because it's not always. You Mm -hmm. can say majority negative. And Mm -hmm. that makes me feel a little. That makes me feel minimized. That makes me feel small. That makes me feel (laughs) discounted. Minimized. (laughs) <laughs> like a minnow. Like a fish. <laughs> I'm minimized. That makes me feel small, right. right? What you are saying creates a feeling in me that is small, that is less than, that is not. And I don't want that anymore. And you can even get bold and say, when you respond to me that way, I will respond with silence. I am not going to take that bait. I am right. not going to engage in that conversation because I have boundaries here. Yes, but first you have to explain what the clearing structure is. Right. So we created an app. It's called the Anatomy of Marriage app. You can get it wherever you get apps. And there is a tool in the toolbox. And you guys, this is free with an F and an R and an E and an E. It costs you zero things, mm-hmm. zero coins, no rupees, nothing. It costs you nothing. And it is free. And it's no. called the clearing structure. It's in the toolbox of the Anatomy of Marriage app, and it is a quite like it's a fillable. Um, what you, PDF. How would you? It's not a PDF. Sorry. It's, a, it's in the app, and mm-hmm. you fill out the questions inside of the app, and so it guides you through your feelings. So, in this situation, the the person writing in said, "My husband is always giving me negative feedback. It's never positive feedback, and it's breaking me down." So you would then take that those feelings and expand them out into the app. Mm-hmm. It's it's so easy. All you have to do is read it and fill out the answers. And then it actually generates a paragraph. It spits out a paragraph for you to read to your partner that is sandwiched mm-hmm. in positivity because we know that that is a, a hugely important part of communicating with people, especially if you're communicating through conflict. So use the clearing structure in here, the anatomy here, of Here's another app. thing that comes from family of origin stuff. This looks really sloppy. Oh, sorry. I'm comfortable. Okay, cool. So here's another thing that comes from family of origin stuff. Um, sometimes we think that we can encourage people to change by pointing out what they're doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, it's hey, like hey, that. don't do that. Hey, uh, no, who would do it this way? Well, if you keep on doing that, you're not going to get anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I've done that with our kids before. And I'm like, Seth, what What are you saying? Like, well, you're never going to have any friends if you keep on thinking that way. Well, it's, it's like, like the quote that from... That is terrible. And I should shame on myself. Not really. But uh, that's not the way to do it, husband. If you're listening, stop that out. What? I don't stop know. Stop that stuff out. Okay. Uh, but it reminds me of the quote from Not a Partnership, which is a book. Mm-hmm. And it is by Todd Jacobs and Peter Lynn. And the quote is No one has ever been criticized to greatness. Mm. So, ladies, y'all ladies. are the majority Hello. of the criticizers. I'm not even going to apologize for being generalizing in that sentence because I've watched so many of my friends, mm-hmm. female friends, criticize the crap out of their husbands as if their husbands are like prepubescent boys who Mm. don't know how to do anything Mm. why would you do that why would you put them there why did you say that why didn't you buy this why didn't you wear that how come you think that's okay to do and i've watched women criticize their husbands and i i don't know i guess they think one day their husband's gonna be like thank you so much right Right. i will change and look more presentable to you who tears me down every day Mm 
cool. Right. And I know that there are men who do this, but there are loads of ladies who are sort of neglecting the truth of their own right. behavior. So, okay, we're going to have to dive into the thing. So somebody, right. somebody says, uh, uh, can you tell the story behind the phrase, when I bring it, you get it? So I don't know if I made it up oh or you gosh, did. I knew you were going to say that. Who I did? I said it. Okay. Uh, I probably didn't say it. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. We say, uh, when, when I bring my best, when I bring my A game, when I'm like, yes, on top of stuff, uh, goals, intentions, exercise, money, everything, mm-hmm. guess who gets the rewards of that? When I'm bringing it, she going to get it. Right. And vice versa. Right. Same thing goes, though. If I bring mm. the negativity, Ooh. crap attitude, I walk into that room and I'm like, what is this? this is dumb. Ooh. You guys, what have you been doing all day? <laughs> right? Like, right. he's going to get the pile of <laughs> steamy hot duke that I brought in. Right. A la silver tray. Gross. So when I bring it, you get it. And that's mm. a, it's really empowering when you put it Good in. Good and f- bad. Strong yeah. and weak. Right. Pit- pitiful and powerful. Right, when right, I right. bring it, other people get it, mm-hmm. right? So, so let's dive into the seven tips. Yes, we have the seven things of being more positive, even if you don't think you need to be positive. You do. You do. So number seven is become aware of your negative words and thoughts. Journal. Ask your partner to help you. Record yourself talking mm. to bring awareness to your negativity. Mm. This is one of the most powerful things that we ever, that I ever did. Season was, one was all about yes. us recording ourselves. We even recorded fights and we're like, oh my gosh, I sounded such like a douche or like she was a baby or like just right. a bee. We were like, Oof. I literally, so if I have to get set season one on the um, website because mm-hmm. season one is nothing like our current version of a show. It's highly produced and we recorded our arguments. We recorded um, going back through conflict over the years. We recorded everything. And in doing that... We even recorded sex therapy sessions. Yeah, okay. But in doing that, <laughs> I realized how incredibly negative I was. But then uh, I think almost more importantly that I was like not communicating clearly at all to Seth, but I was mm-hmm. getting angry that he couldn't read my mind. Mm-hmm. Like actively angry that he couldn't figure out what I wanted, even though I would never say what I wanted. So number seven in this whole thing of becoming more positive and figuring it out is you have to draw awareness to how negative you actually are. Um, if you've got children, go ahead and ask them right. how negative you are. They will tell you accurately. <laughs> uh, and that's one of the things our kids would do too, is they'd be like, mom, why are you mad? Or why, why are you unkind right now? And mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not unkind. Oh, yes, I am. If someone yep. is telling me that it feels like I'm being negative, and by someone I mean like everyone I love is telling me that I'm not being kind. People closest to you. I need to hear that and listen to it. All right. And become Numero aware six. of it. Number six is you have to assess the actual damage mm-hmm. that your negativity is causing to yourself and to others. Okay. So what do you, you mean have to by that? Ask yourself. How did negativity impact this moment or this interaction? Mm-hmm. So a good example would be like if my ki- if our kids are you know they need to clean their bedroom, and I come in and I'm like a rage mom. Mm. What? Why is it this? And blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I come in and I'm mad and I tell them, well, you never put your toys away. And see, other kids can do it, but you can't. Right. And I just come in and like word vomit negativity on them. That has a huge negative impact mm-hmm. on that moment. And if I and so it's it's incumbent upon me Ooh. to understand that my behavior mm-hmm. in a given moment can cause a positive or negative or neutral That's right. energy to happen. Mm-hmm. And one of the first steps of really 
like becoming aware and starting to change that is doing almost like a, an assessment, like an audit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of like, oh, when I told Seth he was being stupid, that didn't help. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. What, what was the fruit of that, right? And right. so I'm going to jump in here because I know that you wrote seven, but I started also a list. And I think that I, I wanted to start out with one of the the the, the cruxes. The oh, crux you want the I. definition of it? Yeah, give me the definition of pessimism. Oh, I'm sorry. I pessimist. skipped over it. Mm-hmm. So the definition of pessimist is a person who tends to see the worst aspect of things or believes that the worst will happen. Okay, so... Uh, we have to be real, right? So positivity for uh, a pessimist, right? So a pessimist can also, you know, people would say, well, I'm just a realist and this right. is real life, you know? Right. So, you know, people die or bills come or like, you know, people do spill milk and kids are idiots or, or, or whatever. I don't think any <laughs> of those things. kids spill milk. Really? But so let's start out with this. Acceptance. First, you have to accept the thing, right? Right. So uh, what I wrote down, whatever that is, and then accept the positive reality of it. And this kind of goes along with uh, some therapeutic aspects of reframing, right? So uh, it says, we, oh, okay, here's an example. Okay, we have a leaky roof. Okay, the water from the roof is real, right? Oh, this is a leaky roof. So we can either tend to be a pessimist, like I can't have anything, or like, see, this house was stupid, or we everything shouldn't have bought bad, it, or everything, right? Or we can say, you know what? Okay, I am a pessimist, so I am going to be real about it. So I'm not going to, you know, discount, you know, my realness or whatever, or whatever identity we have like attached to that. But we can reframe it and say, okay, water from the roof is real. And then we're going to highlight the ways we have the ability to change uh, uh, the circumstance. Well, I do have money to fix it. I have a body to fix it. I can climb up on a ladder. And so, do you understand what I'm saying? Or I have a spouse to help me kind of thing. So, first we have to accept what it is and not just say, oh, well, I'm just a realist. I'm just this. Because then you're just like categorizing yourself into something comfortable that has given you the liberty to say crappy things in the past. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think I would say you're saying don't conflate negativity with realism. Right. Don't think that you're just being realistic or that you're what's the word it's not um so let's let's use examples like i think of your brother he he's super smart but he's like well this is just real you know it's like well you can't sugarcoat everything and this this and this i'm like he would never say that but that's what he means (laughs) right and but then there is a real aspect to it well okay people die and bad things happen the world is dangerous and this and this and this i'm like okay bro yes i get that but when you like take on that identity as yourself then everything becomes pessimist and you have a hard time having fun or that's just how you are you're really limiting yourself right. so i'm not going to use that as uh, you know your little safe pigeonhole that you always go into right. to excuse other like behavior yeah kind negativity of and honesty are not the same thing mm-hmm. um negativity and being real aren't the same thing they're Get not real. the same so there are loads and loads of very honest very real people who are positive. Mm-hmm. So if you are using that as an excuse to stay negative and to have a like, well, the bad things will happen, so blah, blah, blah attitude, then you are, that's not right. Somebody just has the best handle I've ever seen. Vinaigretchen. 
<laughs> blue cheese vinaigrette. <laughs> that Hello? reminds me of your brother always says she's got the blue cheese. <laughs> like he says blue cheese oh. <laughs> as if it's one word, the blue cheese. Right. So sorry. Okay, go ahead. Number five we're on? Yes. So number five is ask yourself if your negativity is actually worth it. Mm. Is the sadness that you bring, is it, is it worth the sadness that you bring to others? Is mm-hmm. it worth the joy that you sucked out of life? Um, is it worth the way that it makes people feel? So, uh, were you going to say something? Mm. Oh, so I think that's a really great sort of assessment of, or not, it's a great question to ask yourself if you're negative. Like, was it worth me coming into the kid's bedroom, mm-hmm. let's say, blasting them for being lazy, stupid slobs? Was it worth that? Did right. I get what I wanted? Like, was that helpful? Was did, it? Did you prove your point? Can you walk right. out of the room saying, yeah. Yeah, I got them yeah. right, and sometimes not. Well, very much, oftentimes, that's just how we act, right? That's mm-hmm. we, we we go into a situation, guns a blazing, guns a blazing, and then walk out, crap cannons a blazing, and so you see, yeah, you know, the kids didn't even do this. Well, seriously, who is going to respond in that way? Like right. we talk about communication, we're either on defense or offense, and that really much depends on how I come at Melanie. If I say, hey, babe, you know, I was thinking about this. It's something I want to talk to you about, and it's something I've noticed over the times, whatever, whatever, and I think this is something that you may not see, but we can work on, right. and I want to help you work on that. You know, right. So I'm not being a you know huge douche about it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, hey, let me genuinely help you. And when we go into so that a situation- large shower. <laughs> a very large shower. Yes, a, you know, spring rain. So how are you going to respond to that? You're You're going to feel- at least attuned to to some degree and invited by me to actually work on something rather than you always do that. You're just like your mom, right. X, Y, Z, same thing. So let's be aware of that and actually uh, analyze what we're putting out there because oftentimes what we put out there is a, we're going to, that's what we're going to get right. back. Right? right. So when I bring it, you get it right. Mm-hmm. So that's the same vibe of exactly. if I come into the kid's bedroom and I let the, I like machine gun all my negativity at them. Guess what they're going to do back. Machine they're going to sh- machine gun right back at me. Right. And so, then you're just getting a fight and then right. they get in trouble for only doing what you did in the first place. Right. Ooh. More is caught than taught. That's right. Um, so I think it's really important to ask yourself, like, is it worth what I just did by is being it worth negative? It? Let me work. It. Oh, nope. Really different topic. <laughs> that song is oh, not sorry. about that. Oh, sorry. That's for a different episode. Um, okay. So the other thing, too, I wanted to say about that is that Tony Robbins has a saying. I don't know where it came from, but he talks about this idea that one of the ways to have the tallest tower in the city is by either building the tallest tower or tearing other people's towers down. Right. And uh, I think that that's kind of... I like that a lot. A lot of people who are overly negative, and this is going to sound super weird, I feel like they're insecure. Mm -hmm. And I'm only saying that because I was the queen of negativity Mm -hmm. and it was all born out of insecurity. Mm -hmm. An insecurity of not knowing how to be happy. That's right. Not knowing how, like, well, what if I'm all happy and then the thing doesn't work out and then I look like an idiot. Mm -hmm. So I was... Or oftentimes the people around you are also negative and if you're too... It's it's the rubber fence. Right. Right? Um, If you're too extra <laughs> they're gonna let you know you're extra and say what are you doing why why are you why are you doing that and you're like right yo i'm just trying to be happy hello yeah so if it's a it's a weird thing too that like if you like in the question in the beginning of the show the, the woman saying my husband is always tearing me down he's only giving mm-hmm. me negative feedback he never gives me positive feedback sometimes that is a 
That's a way to feel good about yourself. It's a defense mechanism yep. to like, okay, build the wall first. Right. And then I don't have to worry about if people get in uh, because it's not what I know. So we right. go to what we know. Somebody says, even when we talk in advance about wanting to work on this, I've never found a positive in the moment way to print, to point oh, out no. negative thought paths. I'm confused. Is by that, that for yourself or for your partner? Uh, clarify a little bit more because I think that's really important mm-hmm. and maybe the things we say in a, a minute here will help. So number four, this is the best way to be mm. less negative. Are you ready for it? Get over yourself. That is the best way to be I love be you less saying negative. it because you are like super sassy and like with our, with our coaching clients and stuff, you're like, <laughs> girlfriend, right. cr- don't cry to me. Let's do it. This Argentina. is the bed you made in. Why are we so glitchy on that one? Don't know. Sorry, guys, if it's D- glitchy DCDK. over there. But so one of the most helpful ways if you are dealing with negativity of any kind is you've got to stop thinking that you're like, the queen of the world Mm -hmm. like you are not get over yourself Mm -hmm. get over thinking that how you see everything should be how everyone should see everything Mm. what you think should be what everyone thinks what you eat should be what everyone eats like that is the dumbest and most quickest path it's like a japanese bullet train to stupidville is thinking that way thinking that you're the center of the universe and in the prefecture of stupid stupidville (laughs) right so uh guess what you're not as important as you think you are that is a very egocentric worldview, and it's an enti- entitled worldview. Very so entitled. So you may just need to check yourself a little bit. Say, oh, okay, wait a right. minute. What is this? Yeah, it says Facebook and aud- the Facebook audio is super choppy. I think your your phone is doing too many things, I think. Hmm. Do you have it on sleep or whatever? No. Do not disturb? No. Oh, my love. Um, that's going to deeply impact its ability to just stream out that information. Right. So it's, so see that thing? Mm-hmm. That's making it a lot harder for it to do its job. Oh. All right. Well, I didn't set that up. I don't know. So just keep on. Go. Okay. So I'm going to read this question again and see if we can figure it out. Okay. Even when we talk in advance about wanting to work on this, I have never found a positive in the moment way to point out negative thought paths for your partner is what mm. it says. So I'm going to talk about that too because that is one of the hardest things is um, communicating to your partner who is negative that mm-hmm. they are negative. Mm-hmm. And so I've got some tips on that in a minute here. Um, but here's what, if your partner shares this podcast with you, it's because you're negative. So listen. No. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> Number three way to start being more positive is you have to get over the story that you tell yourself mm-hmm. about your life. So, um, th- does that make sense? Yeah. A lot of completely. negative people, myself included, are telling ourselves a stupid story. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing's going to work out anyway, so I might as well not do blah, blah, blah. So that's called recreating, <laughs> no, recreating a false narrative over and over right? Mm -hmm. Then we believe that false narrative and it takes a long minute to reconstruct, deconstruct, and then construct a new narrative Uh that is more positive, that is actually more based in reality, right? Because... Well, reality, I mean, let's just flat out acknowledge this. Reality Mm -hmm. is whatever the hell you make it, (laughs) right? So there is no... Hell is a locale, okay? A (laughs) locale. So one Hello, place cow. I ain't going to go on vacation. <laughs> um, if you're going through hell, keep on going. Don't stop. <laughs> so it's, it's something to think about that there is no 
quote unquote reality. There mm-hmm. isn't. There's one reality for a snail. There's one reality for a dragonfly and a baboon and a killer whale. And they're not the same. And my reality, reality is not the same as your reality. Like turbo. <laughs> That's all I can think of is turbo. <laughs> um, so there isn't one set way to live and be. Turbo. But if you are a negative person, you are telling yourself a story, mm-hmm. whether you believe me or not, that there is one way to be. And it's this. And well, yeah, that was bad. So this. And so you're telling yourself a self-fulfilling story Mm -hmm. that keeps you stuck in a cycle of negativity, which you love. Just FYI, you love that. You love that negative cycle. Okay. Don't pretend you don't. You guys, check this out. Um, I had a, I don't know, not an epiphany so much, but when I was journaling this morning, it was like a really slow kind of epiphany like oh a slow epiphany wait a minute okay and in my journal because i was thinking like i usually wake up at five and go to the gym and stuff and i'm like okay i need a a different routine because i've been doing this for it's it's kind of boring now right and i didn't do it this morning and i've been having a hard time right and i came to the realization and this is going to sound hokey or whatever but it's really true i believe i like myself you know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's just really interesting. I don't have to go to the gym or get a six pack or anything, which I'm in really good shape mm-hmm. as it is, right? But the narrative of oh, okay, just do this, just have this routine and do this and keep on going and keep on going, and then I'll then I'll get there. I can do that. I sound like Larry Hagner, don't I? <laughs> Come on, man, let's do this, Studley. Studley. Anyway, I like myself just now and so how can i lean into that and make and create that new narrative for me because the narrative that i've been having is okay i like myself i'm kind of okay but i know i can be better i know i can do this which is always true we can always improve however it's based in contentment and okay you're good keep on getting up keep on keep on doing what you're doing that brings this uh, likeness of yourself, if that makes sense. And it goes back to acceptance, if that makes sense. I know it's not on the positivity for pessimist thing. I don't understand how it makes sense to this comment, though. Um, it doesn't. Let's move on. So It uh, did, but I forgot. I'm so sorry. one of the things I want to acknowledge, and I'm going to answer this question in a second here, mm-hmm. is that if you are a negative person, unless you're trying to change that pattern, you do love your negativity. Like it's a really comfortable place to be. It's like you are in total control because mm. you can negativize everyone around you. It's a super useful weapon. That's so right. just, I have weaponized my negativity for more years than I haven't. And I understand how it works and I know why I do it. Mm-hmm. And it's sharp, it's fast, it works, it always works. I'm sarcastic with a like the and that's spear a, point such of a, a defense mechanism. It it's is. let me get to you before you get to me. Right. That's yeah. all it oh, is. Oh, yeah, that's all it is. It's, let me let, let me throw the first punch. It's porcupine living. Ugh. Look at all my freaking quills. Do not get close. They fly out and have poison in them with like umbrella ends and you can't take you them out. You do have prickly leg hair. Ah, that's, that's true. <laughs> um, so it says, I find myself even more defensive when negativity is brought to attention because negativity comes after I have tried so hard to be positive. Mm. Like I am empty. So changing... Hmm from being a negative person to being a positive person is like a total mind trip. Mm -hmm. It is the, I would say it's one of the hardest things to do because you're so set in your ways of being negative that being positive feels like you landed on Mars. Go ahead and farm something. (laughs) Yeah, you heard me. Start with gratitude. 
because you're gonna you're gonna think you're gonna feel so stupid or dumb or fake or whatever just thinking okay just be happy just be positive that's bullcrap right right so sister i think that you're doing it wrong if you're doing it this way it's like okay i'm having she's not doing it wrong you don't know what this is like no (laughs) you don't know what it's like to be me (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh let's just get real we're raw let's real okay uh so what i'm saying is positivity like positive thinking like okay i can do this white knuckle it that's just bullcrap right so i'm not saying you're bullcrap i'm saying that whole idea that we've been fed like oh let me just sprinkle a rainbow or some other stuff on here right. it doesn't work so start out with gratitude and then eventually you'll be like i do have a lot of things that maybe other people's don't and i'm not talking about cars or bling or whatever i'm talking about maybe health or a family or a job or a roof over my head start with gratitude this morning like again i so i've been in routine i'm like oh thank you for this and this and this no i said i have thanks i have gratitude for melanie i have gratitude for my health for our kids and that's it's just a go down a list of things that you are thankful for and that will change your perspective i promise i kind of don't think you get what maybe what she's saying but uh well, because i woman, think so or maybe I don't. <laughs> What he's saying. Um, so I think what is happening is that when you bring up that someone has been negative or someone brings it up to you that you are negative, mm-hmm. it feels very like, well, this was a waste of my, you know, 72 hours of trying to be positive. You don't even care. Like, right. it, it feels like that. Ah, so you're doing it for somebody else. They're married to somebody else. I know. Oh, my gosh. But the, okay. Keep on. Go ahead. So... Yeah, when we are doing things, like somebody's talking about, yeah, we have to do things for ourselves. If I'm just like trying to be positive so it'll make a difference in Melanie, like, oh, oh she didn't even see it. Ugh. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. It's like going to the gym and working out to, I don't to know. To impress Karen. <laughs> <laughs> um, right? It doesn't work out. You have to. It has to come from within. You have to do it for yourself. Right. And that is part of the story you tell yourself. Like, mm-hmm. don't tell yourself that you're doing this for someone else. Tell yourself you're doing it for yourself. Uh, but the second thing on my list is to starve your negative thoughts and your words. Mm. So that is, and there's two parts of this. Number one, I'm going to tell you number one as well. So number two is to starve your negative thoughts and words, like starving a dragon. So it came to my mind, smiled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number one is learn the new language of positivity. Literally create sentences that are positive that you know you can say mm-hmm. and say them over and over again. So a why? Well, not one sentence, sentences. Sentai. Um, and here's what I, <laughs> Centurion. Here's what I'm getting at mm-hmm. is that you can't, uh, what would the best way to say this be? It's like pretending you're a marathon runner and having the whole outfit on. This is the beginning of changing negativity to positivity. Mm-hmm. You put like a, like a 5K outfit on and you're like, okay, I have my, my you know, like Adidas one, and my... The 5K outfits you get at the store. You know, you're like stretchy spandex shorts and your weird like European baseball hat that's little and maybe a little... Called a headband, um, like tank top, right? And you put your all the clothes on, but you're not running a 5k yet, mm-hmm. and you're like, I feel dumb, mm-hmm. like you're just like, Oh, this feels weird, and it feels super weird. I like this analogy, but then you slowly start to go out on your jogs, and then but you are certainly not running a 5k, mm-hmm. you're maybe you run down the block and then you walk back, and did you fail? No. no. You're building up to be able to run a 5K. Right. It takes 
every single day, jogging a little bit farther, mm-hmm. keeping that outfit on, even though you feel stupid and keeping doing the thing until you can actually run a 5k. Mm-hmm. So uh, the way that I, the why I'm saying like bringing up bad stuff, it's so hard and I feel really negative. It's because you have, it is a super confusing and hard to do mind shift. Mm-hmm. And it requires feeling like this, but staying in this space, feeling stupid in your 5K outfit, but going back outside anyway. It literally is like toggling between two lives mm-hmm. until eventually this one is doing it more and more. And oh, now I can be positive. It's like this. If you're swimming, say you were swimming, swimming in the ocean, right? And there's a buoy up there and you have the goal and you decided in a really good spot, okay, I'm going to make it there. I'm going to get there, right? And then you get in the water, you're swimming. Oh, snap this is hard right oh the waves are crashing on my face oh this is hard i know fundamentally i have the ability to do it but oh man this is hard so you start slowing down then you look up and there's that buoy right oh okay there's the thing that's the point so it's like i have my clothes on i'm running a 5k but i feel so stupid while i'm in the ocean swimming i'm only halfway there there's so much farther to go oh wait a minute i remember back 10 days ago when i decided i was so pumped up to, right. to do this, there, there's the goal over there. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Keep on going. Bill, what's up, my friend? When you can't find the words of positivity for yourself, the affirmation video helped me to get started. Affirmation video? What's that? He oh, put a link YouTube. to it okay, on cool. Facebook. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that is the sort of the next part of it is that when you decide that you want to be a positive or less negative person, mm-hmm. you have to... Like, it's a really big choice. It's very hard. You're going to feel very conflicted. Your partner's going to tell you you're not being positive when you're like, I've been freaking positive all freaking day. How can you yeah. freaking tell me I'm not being freaking positive, right? So, Don't. Oh. So, but then the next and most important step of all in this mm-hmm. process is coming up with like five to 10 sentences that mm-hmm. are positive that you can actually utter out of your mouth. Right. And I'm saying it like that because. I would look at Seth when he would come home from work. And this is like a few years ago. He'd come home from work and my brain would be saying, oh, I'm excited that he's home. Mm-hmm. But I never heard that sentence uttered out of my parents' mouth when I was growing up. So it was like words I could right. not even say. Or that was even the story. actions that reflected what you were right. thinking. So that, that wasn't was modeled. that was the story mm-hmm. I told myself. That was the reality I thought I lived in was that I cannot say positive things to my husband when he walks in the door. And Seth desperately wanted me to greet him positively when he got home from work. Right. So I had to close my eyes and envision myself, visualize myself. When Seth walks in the front door, I'm going to look at him and I'm going to say, and I had to go through options of words to say, Mm -hmm. not because I'm a stone cold, heartless bee, not because I'm an idiot, Mm -hmm. not because I don't love my husband, but because I literally never saw that as a kid. There's not, the language doesn't feel like right on the tip of my tongue. I don't know what to say. I feel so vulnerable, okay? Because that's not what porcupines do, right? Mm -hmm. Porcupines don't come up and they're like, hey, hug. No, they're like, right? right? They're Mm -hmm. they're poking all the stuff at you. This analogy came to me like it's when we're doing through this, it's like walking or traveling to a different land. Yes. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you're you're on a journey. You haven't been here before. Mm-hmm. You've heard about it. Like you've seen really awesome couples, stuff like that. Right. Oh, the, food's re- the food is really great and the scenery and the history and all that. Mm-hmm. You're in a foreign land. So guess what? Keep on going. Step out. Be brave and be open and willing to try new things, to put yourself out there and to put in the really fundamental solid 
uh, things like affirmation sentences. You write a lot of stuff down. You have those mm-hmm. cards. You know, when Seth gets home, you're feeling this. Mm-hmm. You're happy to see him. You're glad he's home safe. You love right. him. You want to touch him. You want to kiss him. You want to spend time with him. Okay. Write some sentences that illustrate that, that you can actually say, hey, honey, how are you? I'm glad you're home. Right, right. right? And you might feel stupid, but guess what? I'd rather feel stupid for one week than live a whole life of thinking this inside and not telling my spouse. Right, but think about even just weighing that sentence. Seth said, you might feel stupid. Mm-hmm. Just weigh that sentence against like the actual awareness of what that means. I will feel stupid telling the per- person I'm married to that I'm happy that they came home. Mm-hmm. What? Why? Why would <laughs> yeah. you feel stupid? That's, <laughs> like, that's, that's really good. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, And so let me see. This says, what was it that made you realize that these non-positive thoughts were wrong? My wife comes from a culture where negativity is the norm. You get 99 out of 100. Why didn't you get 100? Mm-hmm. Is what she heard her whole life. Right. So you're asking me, what was it that made me realize that these non-positive thoughts were wrong? My husband. <laughs> it was Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the one who brought awareness to it first. Uh-huh. If I was not married to Seth and I was married to someone more like my family of origin, I wouldn't think they're wrong for sure. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would, don't think I would have ever come to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seth and I together as a couple are striving to be better all the time. Like that's right. one of our actual goals as a married couple. And so <clears throat> thankfully he had the... He has the uh, example of his family who his mom is so positive. Like mm-hmm. she'll say things that feel weird sometimes, but she is the one of the funnest, happiest. I mean, she if you say, hey, Maria, dance, she'll dance like that. I mean, she's so funny. If you say, eat this giant glob of hot sauce, she'll go, okay. <laughs> she just <laughs> like downs a huge thing of hot sauce and you're it's so funny. She's right. so positive. And so it was, um, it was Seth's diligence in re reiterating like Mm -hmm. hey this actually is hurtful and then um and being really consistent and saying i want this to be better Mm -hmm. i want this to change and then we saw it in our kids and And, that was maybe maybe it's not the the point that it was wrong or right it was an invitation to something different that generally brings more positivity and connection Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Right. And I think part of it too is even just living with someone like Seth who's so different than I am and he would like nothing seems impossible to Seth. Like, oh yeah, you just just go do the thing and you whatever. But in my family like, no. Don't right. do that thing. Don't do whatever. Well, it's a nothing is impossible with your family either, but they take a a oh my goodness, an exponentially more cautious and logical to them right. approach. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I oh, hate that. <laughs> Bill says, how did he bring it to my attention without me going into defense mode? He didn't. Well, I always went yeah. into defense it mode. It was defensive mode for, I don't know, 12, years. 12 years. And I think... Joyce Meyer uh, was... I would yeah. say that Joyce Meyer... So Joyce Meyer is my favorite mm-hmm. um, preacher lady. And her, the way that she talks about negativity was really, really helpful. She talks- so, so sorry, Bill, if you're asking like how to approach this with your partner, um, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Maybe we could jump on a, a call or something. And speaking about calls, so you guys, we do coaching and we also right, do, we do, we're also kicking off counseling slash coaching because with teletherapy, you ha- I have to be licensed in any state that my clients are in with counseling, right? But I'm going to reframe that and say, you know what? Counseling slash coaching slash consulting, and then we can have this conversation, right? So mm-hmm. coaching, 
coaching. <laughs> sorry, if you have questions, email us at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Coaching will jam your life. It'll throw a wrench in it, and you'll come out with a hot rod when we're done, Ooh. right? That's good. 60, 90, or 100 days, uh, 120 days. That is intensive, everyday talking. You and I coach video call, right? But then the other thing that we're offering is coaching slash consulting slash counseling, which is a one hour a week meeting. It's a little bit cheap, well, significantly cheaper than coaching, but you don't get the same the same results, right? No, he doesn't mean results. It's a different... You don't get the same interaction, right? So I just want to pitch that. If you have questions about anything I just said, email us at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. you just said. <laughs> um, you probably do. But we I, have to wrap it up here. Right. I do want to reiterate, though, for... For those of you who are dealing with someone who is negative, here are the top things I would say. Do not take the freaking bait. Mm. Leave them hanging. If you ever watch Big Tuna, <sighs> no, Wicked Tuna, <laughs> don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wicked Tuna. <laughs> Big Tuna, what are you? That's on the office, isn't it? <laughs> Big Tuna? What do you want to... High school football teams? Like, hey, Big Tuna, come here. I don't even know if that's a thing. But anyway... <laughs> Wicked Tuna is a fishing is show, funny. but do not take the bait of somebody who is negative. Right. Um, but that does not mean you rub in their face that mm-hmm, they are being mm-hmm. negative. So a negative person already feels like total crap, just so that you know. They mm-hmm. won't ever tell you, but a negative person already feels like the world sucks. Mm-hmm. It's too hard. I don't want to do it. Why are you asking me? Just leave me alone. Porcupine quills, hashtag porcupine all day. I hope you get a lot of questions from that because everybody in the world is going to go, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Right? And we're not saying you're whatever, less than or anything. It's like, no, these are defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Okay, and for an example, you know what? Maybe my positivity is is a our funness or goofiness is a defense mechanism, right? And it is because sometimes that is easier than to be like, oh, right. snap, this is hard and this kind of sucks, right? Mm-hmm. So we all have them. So I, I just love that because you're pushing people to right. look at who they are, look at how they've been and say, wait a minute, I bet I could do it a different way mm-hmm. and be more connected. Right, but I want to continue talking specifically to the people who have spouses or even kids or in-laws who are mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. The very first thing to do is not take the bait mm-hmm. because they will bait you in to their negative like tornado. That's mm-hmm. all they, so here's a perfect example. I love my children. One of them is very negative, mm. takes after me a lot. Mm. And that child... Ain't going to say nothing. His whole goal is want to see how mad everyone can get at each other? Watch. Mm-hmm. And it literally, if I just, uh, if I go, oh, okay, so he said that, I'll say that. If I fall for it, right? what will the end result be? Then you're off to the races and everybody's yelling. And it will be like because a cyclone. we're parents right. and he is a kid, obviously we have more power, he gets in trouble. Yep. So and it, then and then we're just recycling that pattern. Right. So if I take his bait, it is like a tornado in a trailer park. Woof. That is his goal is every it, massive destruction. Mm-hmm. That is the mm-hmm. whole goal. If you say, "Hey, is your goal massive destruction?" He'll be like, "No." Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll but, get offended. But, but you can't ask that no. because he's a kid. Right. And, and that, understand. well, no, I mean, mm-hmm. even adults don't understand. I didn't understand that. Right. You were like, why are you so negative? I'm like, oh. I'm not negative. Right. Melanie, are you trying to have a crappy marriage? No. No, but if you would do this, Seth, then I would <laughs> right. be... Yeah. Oh, right. Goodness. And it's so hard because negative people put the blame and responsibility and ownership on everybody else. Mm. It's your fault that I'm not happy. It's actually your fault that I'm not nice. Mm. It's your fault that I don't know how to say the nice thing because you don't hug me right anyway. It's your fault. So negative people never 
own their crap. Right. Why are you? What do you? I'm just thinking about Kev on stage, like speaking in tongues when you're preaching. Oh. <laughs> <That would laughs> anyway, uh, so it says, okay. "Oof, that hit home, Seth." That's I right. am what? No, up. I amp okay. up my positivity whenever my wife is negative. We end up falling even further out of sync. Need to always work on empathy toward why she is feeling negative. Right. That's right. So, okay, even questions like this. Let's jump on a consult call. No, it's not free. We value what we pay for, and I'm no, not wasting your time. Consult call is. Well, well, fifteen. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I would love to talk more about that because this is a huge area that we do not see in our own lives, me included, Melanie included, and we need to bring awareness to it and we need to change it because you know why? It enriches our relationships. If I can get real with negativity or positivity or anything and actually do the work, guess what? I'm going to be closer to Melanie. And guess what? That makes me happier. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that when it comes to stuff like Again, in these tips that when you're dealing with someone who is negative, there's the don't take the bait part of it, but then there's the bait and switch <laughs> part of it. And this is mm-hmm. something I learned from Chris Voss, Don't Never Split the Difference, mm-hmm. the book about um, negotiation. negotiation and stuff. And one of the most powerful things that you can do with a person who is overly negative is give it back to them. Mm-hmm. Say, not be negative back to them, but some, mm-hmm. if someone says, oh, this house is so stupid, it's never the mm-hmm. And like that, yeah, I've said then that you say, a thousand this times. this house is stupid? No, you don't. No, that you don't. <laughs> that would piss me right off. You don't go. This house is stupid. <laughs> you would just say, "Oh, what can we do to make it better?" You uh-huh. literally ask them a question, right? In line with what they like, and it, it tosses the stuff back to them. Because right. here's, I, I was just talking to someone about this the other day. Uh, one of my coaching clients is that that's one of the most amazing and helpful things you can do when you're talking to someone negative because they don't take ownership of anything. Mm-hmm. So if you, if I said, oh, this house sucks. I hate it. There's ants climbing mm-hmm. out of the ceiling all the time. Hashtag truth. And then if you said, <laughs> well, for one, if you went, this house is bad, I would hit you. <laughs> but if you, you said... You know what I did there? That's like a, a counseling thing with right, like play know, therapy yeah. and stuff. So, but, yeah. so if you, but if you said, oh, man, I know that is a really, that, that really does suck. What do you think we can do? Mm-hmm. That's going to stop my negativity train faster but you could than say, anything else. Well, well, you might respond, well, you you could get the thing like I said to. And like, like yeah, you know, you're right. I, I can't. What can, what can we do together? Right. Or maybe what can I help you do? Do you right. have any ideas? Yeah. I mean, literally, that's the best thing you can do. It's like dousing a wet blanket on a fire. Like, it's just like, because right. it's not taking the bait. It's and a proactive, positive, like, do something. Right. If you're so, going to be word all day, do something. That's right. So two parting quips, right? Uh, whatever wolf we feed grows, right? right? The positive or the negative one. Whatever we're feeding it, guess what? There's a she wolf in your closet. closet. Oh, <laughs> coming up. Keep on. <laughs> That's what I thought of. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? The, whatever the, wolf you feed. The wolf we feed grows, right? Positive or negative. Think about that. Words, affirmations, everything. It, it, uh, so I'm, uh, uh sorry, I've got a text. And, um, if, the thing or the person or the whatever doesn't run, we can't chase it. Oh, you're saying that's the second one. Right? And so, okay, somebody says something negative, right? Am Mm -hmm. I going to chase that? Am I going to take the bait? Mm -hmm. Right? Because sometimes people just want to play like a dog. You know, like Doug will go, like that, and he wants you to chase him. He zaps other dogs, yeah. if you start chasing him, if you respond to that call, then boom, it's on. We're off to the races, Right. But if I just stand there, mm-hmm. yeah, he can run, but what's the point? Right. Right? Yeah. So if our kid says something, if our spouse says something, do we take the bait? 
Do we start the chase? Do we say, all right, boom, we're on, right? Because your reaction will literally determine whatever future is there. Right. Yeah, it's an interesting thought because if you say that often, it's like you don't chase do. something that isn't running. Like, and that idea is interesting to me. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't chase yeah. something that isn't running mm-hmm. or way or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how you said it, but that is often an, an, a person who is negative is using negativity as a almost like a false. It's not, it's not fully false, but mm-hmm. as a way to do the things that they can't do in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So if I want to talk to Seth. And I'm a negative person. I might actually start a fight mm-hmm. instead. So that goes back if to you what we've talked me about. One more time. There's a theory, Eric Byrne, transactional analysis. Right? Yeah. We all want strokes, which I hate the word strokes because you just think about like sexual stuff. But anyway, it's positive and negative strokes. And if we're not getting enough positive strokes in our lives, hey, you're awesome. Attention X Y Z. Then we do things intentionally to get some kind of strokes, and usually those are negative strokes. Boom! Punch you. Run. Okay, it's on. Right. Yeah. Like pushing a button, pushing someone's buttons simply because you want attention Mm -hmm. and not in like a like a weird baby way. But like you're like, I want to talk to my husband and I honestly don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to get mad at him for not folding the laundry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there, so there's a lot of things that go into why negativity happens. And if you are married to someone who is negative, I want you to think of negativity as being like a tangible thing you can see. And the only analogy I can think of is like water off a duck's back, right? Don't let, don't absorb their, their negativity. That's a very, it's much easier said than done, obviously. But there's a couple reasons for that. You're drowning it. You're, you're starving it. If you don't, Mm -hmm. if you don't absorb it and interact with the the negativity, you'll actually starve it out, which Mm -hmm. is what you want. You don't Mm -hmm. want it. But there is a thing I call an extinction burst. <laughs> when people change behaviors, mm-hmm. they tend to get worse before they get better. Right. Um, and that's with kids. That's with everything. And so don't expect that this journey will be super easy or super quick. It's going to be a long journey. That doesn't mean that the negative person doesn't want to change. It's just very tricky to change. It takes lots and lots of thought. I'm and- proud of you for using extinction burst. I've never heard of that before. I've heard of extinction and like things get worse before they get better. And that's based in uh, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this this thing that I've done forever isn't working anymore. Guess what? I'm going to ramp it up. It's like, oh, you oh, know, yeah. two beers don't do it anymore. Let me go to three. Let me go to four. Right. Let me go to five. Right. It gets, it ramps up. But extinction burst, I have not heard of that. Yes. It, well, it's what, uh, like, it's in the autism world. Mm-hmm. The sta- mm-hmm. When you take something away, there's a, it gets Ooh, way worse gets louder. before it gets better. Right. Um, and so I, I want to really encourage you, if you are a negative person and you are just barely seeing around the edges that this is not working, if your partner has ever said to you, why are you so negative? Why do you always talk about what's bad? Why do you always say that it won't work? Why do you whatever? Why can't you be happier? Why can't you whatever? Those are your sort of things that you need to assess and think about and ask yourself, how could it be different? What am I missing by being negative all the time? What impact am I actually having on my kids, on myself, on my marriage, on my work relationships, on Mm -hmm. my friendships by Mm -hmm. being negative? If you have a loving friend who is supportive of you, you can ask them to help you on this journey and be like, hey, can you point out when I'm negative because I honestly don't see it? Mm -hmm. You can do that. You can actually ask for that help. And then I would also say you can't erase, you have to replace. So you can't just stop being negative, you have to start replacing those negative behaviors and thoughts with something that's either helpful mm-hmm. or neutral. 
Right. Think about this: if you go on a diet, you can't just stop eating. Right. Right. <laughs> right. It's a good. You have point. to replace the I don't know high carb, high fatty foods, replace or, or the whatever Snickers with some carrots. Exactly. Replace you. you uh, yes. What is it? You can't erase. You can't erase. You have to replace. Yeah. So. Think of a game plan. Okay, I'm going to stop this behavior and I'm going to put this one in place. Mm-hmm. Instead of arguing just aimlessly with my spouse, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to them using the clearing structure. I'm going to make sure that I use I statements. I will extinguish the mm-hmm. words always and never mm-hmm. and replace them with sometimes I feel like you X, Y, Z. Right. And I right? want you to ask yourself, if you are the negative spouse in this marriage or relationship or whatever, mm. ask yourself if you want, you would want to be married to yourself. Would mm. you want to hear someone talk to you the way that you talk to your spouse That's a big or one. your children? For me, it's good Lord, no. Mm-hmm. For the love of all things holy, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I do not want someone to talk to me the way that I talk to my partner or my kids. Mm-hmm. And it takes... I almost wanted to swear. It takes a buttload of self-awareness. Were you going to say the A word? I was. It takes a... A donkey load. It takes a crap A donkey ton. A donkey ton of self-awareness, determination, grit. You have to like actually want to have a growth mindset. You've got to want to change more than you want to stay the same. Mm. And that takes a lot of work. And you guys, I coach for this kind of stuff. The and pain, I love it. The pain of staying the same must outweigh the fear and anxiety of changing. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And there's you, a I million mean, quotes like that. But you have to want it. You have to be ready before you get a real change. So right. if you guys are ready, yeah. Are you ready? Uh, stop it. I didn't even cuss. You pretended to cuss a mighty cuss. <laughs> <laughs> a a mighty cuss word. <laughs> anyway, email us at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com to step it up, people. We stepped it up and thank God that we did because right. now we can bring this, right? When we bring it, you get it. Right. So uh, I got to get going for real. I got an 830 meeting and I'm late, people. All right. So, all right, guys, anything that we've said on this, and if you have questions, email us at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com mm-hmm. or coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. And remember, go to uh, Get Faithful. Right? Go to faithfulcounseling.com forward slash anatomy no, marriage. No, no, no. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage to get counseling customized specifically to your needs. Right. If you don't like your counselor, you can switch them out with somebody else. But mm-hmm. go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. If you have, mm-hmm. if you're dealing with this stuff, you need the, the partnership, you need people to help you walk through it. So that is why we partnered with Faithful Counseling. Again, go to getfaithful.com mm-hmm. forward slash anatomy of marriage to learn more. Yeah. We will see you all on Thursday. And if you're negative, I'm talking to you. Change, make it better. It will be worth every moment. And if I had not it changed, will. we 100% would be divorced. And we wouldn't have the show. And Boom, we wouldn't baby. have our daughter. Ah! Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it does. All right, guys. Love, love you. you guys. Catch you Thursday. <laughs> Bye. Bye.